Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Lose you games are going in because you're making them. That win you games, the opposite. You just didn't, they made the shots. It was tough. It was, it was, it was, I was able to watch the vast majority of that game. We got off to a terrible start. And I think we only were 2 of 12, 3 of 12, 3 of 13 from three-pointer. We just weren't hitting threes. Ogavor had 28 points, but they were letting him do his thing and just d everyone else up. <sighs> Justice was off in the first half, couldn't get shit going. Totally different player in the second half, had like 12 points. If he'd have played good in the first half, like, <sighs> lose this game now, get gathered, and tourney time. You know, gives them an extra day for turning time. So. Make a run. You know, I, th- I think I don't think they get the worst. I don't think they're getting the seat where they have to play Kentucky right away. Um, and well, not right away, but you know, in that bracket, I don't think they'll be in that bracket. I don't think they're gonna be on the same side of the bracket. We'll see. They might put them out there. They might. They, they might, might do it just to make them play in the final four. We'll see. We'll see. Fucking tough. Fucking tough. Are we recording yet? Oh yeah. Sweet. Shooting the Gap is on. Shooting the Gap is on. We are live. You won't be live when we're hearing it, but we're live when we're doing it. What's up, Ryan Silva? We're live. Live. At Doug, how you doing? Alive. I'm Doug. He's Doug. We're alive. I'm Doug. Well, Duke lost today. Um, lots of other stuff happened in the uh, college basketball world, but we are sorry, certainly... Sorry, sorry, No worries. We are certainly more focused upon other things. The biggest free agency week, I would have to assume, in the history of the NFL. If not in decades. In, 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 <laughs> it's definitely... It hadn't happened recently. This, is, this was crazy. The first day, I mean, Sue signed, obviously, but Jimmy Graham gets traded... The um, trades is what makes it more exciting. The, the, the trades most were of the time certainly it's, Most of the time, it's it's the big names. It's always the big three free agents out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to know where they're going. Most of the time, those deals are done within a week. This this year, there's a lot more big-name free agents that you can actually... If, if, if you don't have them all in front of you, you're going to forget many. Because there's a lot of big-name free agents. Some are signed, some aren't, but just the action... Um, we have to. I have to go right to it. We got to be quick on this. Um, like back, back, bada, bada, bada here on, on the uh, on the topics here. Um, what do you think that Jimmy Graham is going to bring to the Seahawks? Go uh, a receiver. Uh, they totally are missing a receiver since Percy Harvin left. They lost somebody who's a dynamic threat close. They lost somebody who's a dynamic threat deep. It's pretty much just Russell Wilson holding on to the ball long enough for. You know, seven seconds of coverage, which will always for break those down. guys for those guys to get open. Those will always break down. He'll get them open. Yeah. He doesn't need that necessarily. Now they can they the things that Jimmy Graham can do as a he, receiving tight end. He 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 opens doesn't his offense up a lot with Marshawn Lynch coming back. He doesn't need it as much, but when it does happen, it's even more effective now because you have the deep threat of Jimmy Graham. He's a deep threat. He's a six foot seven guy that creates matchups. That are hard to cover, like almost impossible. And when you scramble and you don't and you don't know where he's at, and he makes a move and jukes and you know gets an extra ten yards on you, that's 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 even there. I I think that he's not brought over to block. They're not worried about his lack of toughness, as people have said that he has. Whatever, it's it's about the just having a number one threat. They haven't never had a number one threat. You said Percy Harvin. Uh, this is 
this is even better than Percy Harvin uh, times 10. Percy Harvin brought a couple things. Jimmy Graham brings the same things on a consistent basis all the time. He will be open when he's in the slot. He'll be open when he's lined up at receiver. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be open. He's an open here's, guy. Here's the thing about Jimmy Graham also. Good he point. doesn't need to be open. Jimmy Graham can no. Jimmy Graham can make the catches that a lot of the receivers on Seattle, quite honestly, cannot make. Well, he's open when he's covered because he's six seven. So he's get him huge, the ball, and you can throw him the ball. And Russell Wilson's not afraid to throw the ball ever. Get him the ball. Get him the ball. So, uh, so uh, also amazing uh, move for Seattle. Sue. Sue uh, committed his sign too. He's sixty million, highest paid defensive player of all time, guaranteed money. Um, to the Dolphins with a pretty dynamic defensive line already. That defense just got better. He's a game changer. That team just got better. I feel like they have a chance to step up within the division because of what the Patriots have not done. And I'm going to start with Wilfork not being picked up, and then I'm going to go to the options of Revis and Browner not being picked up. And therefore, Browner and Revis both being picked up by other teams within – about 24 hours of that shit happening. Revis going to the Jets. Browner going to the New Orleans Saints, I'm pretty sure. Um, Wilfork is not signed. Uh, the the, the uh, New England Patriots just got worse. They're not a, as good of a team as they were this season. They, they'll be a different team. They'll be a different team, no matter about no matter what about that. So then you got to switch that up, and then look at what the Buffalo Bills have done within this shit. The team I wanted to talk about last week, we just ran out of a lot ran of time. Ran out of time, so here ran we go. Ran out of a lot of time. Here you go. I love what the Buffalo Bills are doing. <laughs> I have loved it since they hired Rex Ryan. They get Shady. They get Percy. They the quarterback made, they picked up, Matt Castle? They picked up Matt Castle. Castle's the serviceable quarterback. He's better than what they have. He is. I'll tell you what. He's definitely better than what they have. At least, I mean... We can pretty much say that no matter what, it's going to be an open competition at Bills camp. But Rex Ryan doesn't need his the the schemes he likes to run offensively. He doesn't need a great quarter. His quarter, he took a quarterback. He took Mark Sanchez to the fucking AFC Championship game two, two years in a row yeah, with a good running game. So and, and a he, good defense and this defense, an amazing defense. That was an the, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, they're going to be out with. Be out, uh, uh, what, Kiko? Kiko Alonso. Alonso. Yeah. They're going to be minus him, which is, I, I think that's that's going to hurt pretty bad, uh, depending on how he comes back from his knee injury. But also, he but was he out last was, year. He was out for most of last year, All and last that year. team that team was still actually pretty decent without him. Uh, as far as defensively, so, they were one of the best defensive teams in, so the, in they the, were, the game. So they were, and that's that's without him. And yeah. I, think that, I think they still have a lot to go. They have... Decent picks this year. They're they're in great position to make some really good picks. They, oh, they are to make if, this if team even better. If you're a Bills fan, shout out to James. Shout out to my boy fucking Dave. You guys should be stoked, and I bet y'all, I bet y'all are. You, <laughs> you should guys be, be totally I, I, stoked, I am, man. You know, and you know what? It's I, awesome. I like to see the fact that nobody in the AFC East is just going to lay down for the Patriots. Yeah, they're they're starting to switch it up a little bit. They're switching it up a little bit. Um, I, I I gotta I gotta go. I gotta switch switch uh, conferences and and divisions here. I gotta go over to the NFC East and just what Chip Kelly is doing with the Eagles. Um, that in and of itself has been a drama almost that could have been a television show uh, for for some 
numb-minded producer. This is this is amazing what what they've done. They got rid of weapons. They 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 brought in after Macklin signed, <laughs> after all, all that stuff had gone down. They brought in Frank Gore, and and Gore was going to sign, and then he obviously had spoken to some people who had persuaded him to not sign. He said, "Fuck all that shit." And everybody's freaking out, like, Philly, no, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because this is after the Bradford fucking Nick Foles trade, which is probably, like, in my thoughts, with no, you know, expertise of any kind, Nick Foles is a better fit for the Rams, and they should be happy about that. And the Eagles fans are probably questioning what the fuck Sam Bradford's doing there. Until <laughs> the big thing happens where DeMarco Murray gets signed right after they they had announced that they were going to sign Ryan Matthews, the, the top two rushers out of the shotgun formation. Boom. Totally different idea about it. No one's really tripping anymore. They're wondering what's his plan, but it seems to be a good plan. Like I've told you, like what I think. I'll let you speak in a second. Sorry, I'm running my fucking mouth. Do what you do. He's going to trade DeMarco Murray to move up in the draft to get Marcus Mariona and keep Ryan Matthews and go draft another running back or bring another free agent back. That's what DeMarco Murray's doing there. Because as much as I think he fits within the offense and can hit a hole and gain two tough yards, much better than Shaney McCoy can. Shaney's a different back. He's a scat back, very, very talented, great back, fits in the offense. In college, probably better. College, like Shaney would have been... Like the Michael James in that offense, just unstoppable. Pros, you got to be powerful because everybody plays outside. Too much speed. It, it seems like he's 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 got a plan. He's moving forward to his idea of what he wants his team to be. I'll disagree that that's what Demarco Murray is doing there. I I think he is still scheming to find a way to get Mariota. Um, it may include DeMarco Murray I just that wouldn't make sense to me to not have you know that that's kind of risky to pick up a free agent because that kind of says you know other teams aren't willing to meet that contract but Shady McCoy didn't have a great contract either so maybe he thought he could make a better contract with that and then make the trade I don't think that's what's going to happen I wouldn't see that happening I don't foresee that happening, but I could I could see it happening. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, I don't I'll think I don't think I'll, I'll tell you this. He's I'll, taking a lot of risks. I'll, I'll, he's I'll tell you this much. He's making moves, and <laughs> he is definitely <laughs> making moves to try and make the team better. So I think Eagles fans need to turn it down a notch because I, it doesn't look like he's doing what I think the 49ers are doing. That was going to be my next four way. Blowing up their damn team. Which what the fuck is that about? Mind. What is that about? You you get rid of your coach who's done nothing but take you to championship. But games. then you keep it in house. And in house. And then you don't And he's blowing it up. And then and then you turn around and blow up the team. Which it's like if you thought the coach was the reason why you were having shortcomings at all. And then these guys retire I don't think these guys retire. I mean I think they try and play one more year if they have Jim Harbaugh. I think if they see this team staying together, I think they stay together and they make another shot at it. That's why I think these guys retire. Oh, I don't I, presume to. to I'm not going to say necessarily. I'm not going to necessarily. I'm not going to necessarily say that's a hundred percent it. But if 
you know, if somebody were to tell me that they, they saw it like, well, I'm not going to really get out of this damn contract and I don't really want to play for this team. This organization doesn't look like it's going anywhere. That would make sense to me just fine. Though a lot of those guys have made plenty enough money and can go do other things with their lives. So, I, I Eagles fans, be happy because this guy is trying to make your team better. And he did a damn fine job and almost... I mean, he was right there for the playoff spot. Well, I mean, well, well so. here, here's Chip Kelly. Here's the reality of who Chip Kelly is. He, he's never had a losing season. He's won at every level of fucking football that he's coached. He's been given chances and taken full advantage of all of them. I mean, he didn't win a national title. That's that's not a spite on a coach who who gets there. Lots of good coaches don't. Lots of great coaches don't win national titles, especially in this day and age of college football. Where coaches are there for a short time. Sports in every level. Sport, exactly. So here's Chip Kelly doing his thing. I, all I can say is he he has not had a losing season ever, including NFL. Um, he he missed the playoffs. They 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 folded at the end. He wants to rework it and bring in his team. Isn't that what he's there for? He's the head coach. As a Philadelphia fan. Totally be skeptical. Do do what Philadelphia does. I get that. Go ahead. That's part of the deal. But within the organization, I, I really I really think they should let the dude do his thing. Like he's kind of a smug little little fucking asshole. Like the way he looks kind of pisses me off sometimes. But he knows what he's doing. I'm sure he's good with his players because like the like Gore left, but he he brought a good guy in. And you know when I, it's it's. Just, just be happy about it. Be happy you're not the Niners and you have an, an in-house guy destroying the club, doing doing something that I, I don't know how. I think the the Niners are going to be a bad football team next year. Really? It's almost positive. Um, really, really bad. Team. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, five, four or five I, games that they win, maybe. I think, yeah, I I'm right there with you. I think they're maybe a four or five win team next year because they strip their talent, new coaching. It's not. It doesn't look good for them. No, no, it looks bad. Um, let's look. Hold up. Can we? Can we go? Can we switch again? I was going to ask you. I just want to play a real quick game of Is It Racist? Oh, sweet, love it. Doug got really excited. That's not okay, Doug. That's well, he's racist. like a sensor. He's like, oh, I get to mute or yell soon. That's racist, Doug. Um, Chip Kelly. Is it racist? racist. Oh. Chip Kelly, is it racist? You heard this, yes? Stephen A. kind of... Ah, I heard that, but you know what Stephen A. kind of missed was all the other signings <laughs> and, and stuff that, that inclu- include players of race and whatnot. So yeah, that was you. that was so stupid. I'm with you. I felt like it was a sensational thing to say. He's like, Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper's your kind of guy? Like, okay. I have no explanation for the Riley Cooper thing. I would have cut him as, as well. But that does not epitomize what Chip Kelly has done with his roster. <laughs> it does not at all. He kept that guy on. He has a whole slew of... He has Samoan people playing. He has Hispanic people playing. He has black folks playing. He's, he's, he's stretching the ethnicity waistband within the NFL as far as you possibly can. So, so Stephen A. Smith was way off base. Love you, Stephen A., but that was wrong. You were wrong for that. Whatever your problem is with, with Riley Cooper, maybe it is, or or Chip Kelly, which I have no clue. He coached at Oregon, dude. They, they have a, a wide array of culture on that football team. So 
I, I don't. I, I I heard that, and you know me. I like Stephen A. But I I like him because he pisses me off sometimes. <laughs> Disappointed a lot of bit is what I was with Stephen A. In that statement, because I felt like the time to bring up questioning Chip Kelly about keeping Riley Cooper is when he kept Riley Cooper. Yeah, it's not a year later when he's making moves to build a football team that have nothing to do with that situation. That have nothing to do with it. It is almost a year past. It's like, oh, really? Well, I wanted to go to this concert, and four years ago, you had an Egg McMuffin that I didn't want you to have, and that pissed me off. So it was. was So you're a big McMuffin thief. It was a really stupid point. Uh, I wanted to move on to the Colts. The Colts. uh, The Colts. Are the Colts the best team in the AFC right now? Given the fact, given the fact that the Patriots have digressed, they have. There's no way you can disagree with that. Not not you. Just just uh, people in general. I mean, even Patriots. Anyway, dude, you lost. Blah blah blah. They have digressed. The Colts have moved up. The Broncos have made subtle moves that don't speak anything. We're still waiting on the result that we're going to see next year, which is the the fact of Peyton fucking Manning coming back and the uh, the three four defense and how that's going to to work within the free agents that we have signed. Six free agents we've signed. It's just everyone's like we haven't done anything. We've done stuff. It's just not big names. We did that last year. This is building a football team. Are the Colts the best team in the AFC right now? Adding Andre Johnson, old but. Obviously, an addition to that team that they didn't have. And Frank Gore, who is obviously the best running back that Andrew Luck has played with in the NFL. I think they've they added some age to their team. They're a pretty youthful team. So they added some guys who can be leaders on that team, aside from Andrew Luck. Um, they didn't add anybody on the offensive line, and I really think that that's something that kills the Colts. I think that team needs an offensive line. I think Frank Gore's without a doubt better than Trent Richardson. So it's obviously an upgrade with Frank Gore, period. Um, I really feel like the Colts need to upgrade that offensive line. I would hesitate to say they're the best team in AFC with everything that's happened in this free agency period and all the different teams that have made different moves. And I mean, the Broncos, like you said, they're bringing back Manning. We'll find out if he was just old or seriously injured. We'll find out if Gary Kubiak. We'll find out. We'll find out. There's lots. We'll find out if the defense was just pissed off about their coach, like everyone said they were. We'll find out a lot because the Broncos, despite all the people that have left, despite the, I'm going to put in parentheses talent, because I don't feel like. Terrence Knighton was like, is I, I mean, he's awesome. We should have kept him because he makes sense in the defense that we're going to. I don't think we're, our defense is t- completely broken because Terrence Knighton's gone. I don't think our offense is completely broken because we lost Julius Thomas either. So Well, I know that. I'm worried about our defense because we did lose... I'm more guard. worried about the offensive sec- line. We lost like the one of the best five nose guards. Like he's a top five nose guard in the game, top three probably. And we did lose him, and that's a three four thing. We lost him, and I am worried about that. I'm totally worried about that. And then this is where I jump in because articles and people I heard talking and all the stuff that came after Peyton Manning took his pay cut said, "You guys don't understand how this four million dollars will help us sign guys verbatim like." Raheem Moore, Orlando, Orlando Franklin, fucking Terrence Knighton, 
and Julius Thomas, which I didn't want to ever sign. That's who everyone said this fucking pay cut that Peyton Manning took, this pay cut, was going to help us. Well, you and I... Hold on a second. Hold on. That that wasn't going to work, so... But are any of those people signed? Actually, none of them. They're all gone. (laughs) They're all playing for different fucking teams. We weren't able to fucking do it. We weren't able to make those moves. We should have signed Terrence Knighton. There's no fucking doubt about I it. Think we should have been able to sign Terrence Knighton because Peyton fucking Manning did his fucking duty and took less money besides $4 million that he's guaranteed to get if certain things happen. This, That's where we're at. We signed a, a defensive tackle from the, from the, from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. We got a... a uh, Offensive guard, I think it is, from the Miami Dolphins, who who is actually drafted by Gary Kubiak. Um, we got two tight ends, well, one tight end. We we re-signed Virgil Green. We 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 got a safety from the Baltimore Ravens. We we've made some moves. They're quiet moves. We just they're they're depth moves. They're they're, they're builds your team for the future. They're like we need these guys they're to like, be just we need, serviceable. We need guys right now because we got to pay two other guys. In the next year, lots of monies, and that's obviously. Demarius. But we have talent, and yes, absolutely, we, we have, have the talent, and we can make that shit happen. It, it can, we really can. Peyton Manning will be gone soon, and we will have much more cap room to do shit. What a fucking asshole! I'm so sick of this shit. We 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 had. We, that motherfucker better know we could have signed so many fucking people if he would. I am. Eh. It it hurts. It hurts because it's my team. Fuck Peyton. Manning. I think Gonzo's in the. It's my I team root for my team kind of thing. It's it's us. It's like you're gone in a year. We have to be Broncos fans. We want our team to be good. You want fifteen million fucking dollars and you won't run for a first down. Ah, this is going to be a weird next season, dude. <laughs> it's going to be a weird next season. We shall see. High fives. High fives. Am I pissing you guys off? No way. I'm about to get rolling. He's rolling and rolling. Don't ever do that again. Nope. It's too big. You throw your rollies in the sky. Leave him side to side. I'm white. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, well. <laughs> there that is. You can produce a record. Top five free agent busts. This had to be something we did. Do you want to go first? you want to flip? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, this has Your to go on the list. probably better than mine. I, I don't know. This is, this is a wide array of people. <laughs> it's huge. Uh, number five is because he has to go on the list. He was the... Golden goat that you know pissed on the carpet. <laughs> didn't do shit. Albert Hainsworth is your number five. Yeah, he is. Okay. Because the Redskins have a history <laughs> yeah, for busts, huge, huge free agency busts. They like to spend their money. He's not. Their he's mindset. not even the best defensive tackle. They gave a lot of money to that didn't do shit. Dana Stubblefield came over there if you remember that briefly. After he was on the, you know, the Super Bowl championship team, he was a defensive player of the year, and then got 
you know, went over there and got paid a lot of money and never did Almost shit there. Best. Good one. Good one. Uh, number four, personal favorite, Randy Moss. Now, this goes because he's a free agent and signed with the Raiders. That's a good one, actually. I didn't think about oh. that because of the way his career ended. So Well, because of how it got better after he left right. that piece of shit organization. Right. Once he left that turd bowl, things got better for him. I remember going to the Broncos game and watching him play with the Raiders and Champ Bailey was covering him. Champ Bailey didn't have to make easier picks in his career because yeah, quarterback sucked. It was Randy Moss running good routes and the ball wasn't anywhere near him. And Champ was just like, oh, okay, I'm going to go get that. I'm going to get that. Picked him off all the time when he was playing there. Year later, goes to the New England Patriots. Best receiver of all time. Most touchdowns ever. Almost won a Super Bowl. Blah, blah, blah. Randy Moss. Biggest bust for the Raiders. Great free agent pickup for the Patriots. Number three. I said not only Broncos, so we can do one Bronco. Uh, Dale Carter. I don't know if you remember that piece of shit. But actually was on my list and then I bumped him for somebody else. Oh wow. Yeah. That fucking cocksucker. He's the guy who I keep accidentally saying instead of Tony Carter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dale Carter frequently. used yeah. to kick our ass. For the Chiefs. Yeah. He, the that's time. why we picked him up. Yeah. Elway so hated him. He was picking off Elway yeah. all the time. And then he showed up here and started smoking pot and slapping chicks around and getting <laughs> in trouble and shit. Suspended for a whole year and done. Dale Carter. That was the end of his year. That was like the first time Shanahan completely fucked up on, on the uh, free agency. But we don't keep moving on him. Uh, number two, Andre Risen. Free agent pickup for the Cleveland Browns. He was an all-pro. Four years, I think. Bop, 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 running. He was that good of a receiver with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, pro Bowler, 1,000 yards. Just, you know, bad moon rising. He was the man. Fist fighting fucking Deion Sanders and shit. Um, picked up by the Browns and never did a damn thing. Got about, got about, at the time it was like 20 million. And I think most of it. Huge contract. At that time. And I think most of it, there was no, no such thing as guaranteed money or any of that. It was just, that's how much he got. He got paid for that. And it did not work for them. And it, it seems like receivers are on this list. And I got to go with Alvin Harper because I, I, I always thought that. What's, what, I was a kid. Ryan Silva, I was a child, your age, when he gets traded. Not traded, when he signs with the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for, the, I, think I wrote it down, $10.8 million for four years, which is huge at the time. Worst, I was, I was like, why would, he's not going to do anything in Tampa Bay. He's going to suck, and he totally sucked. He was a burnout in Tampa Bay. That was when they had the tangerine bullshit. Those ugly ass uniforms with a fucking pirate and a fucking helmet and shit. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I could have gone lots of different ways. There's so many folks on this list that we could do this next year and have a different list if we keep this. Oh, totally. We could totally do I it, but do I'm going Alvin Harper. Everyone. Number five, Daryl Gardner. Good call. This fucking guy showed up. He was supposed to be the savior for the defense. And he just turned out to be a piece of shit. He took sucked. money. And left. When he came back from the suspension, he got hurt, and he was done. That was it. He was done. Bust. Number four. I wrote him down because I was very terrified of having to play him because of what he used to do, and that's David Boston. Yeah, when he came to San Diego. When he went to San Diego, (laughs) I was so... 
fucking terrified of David Boston. I was like, oh my God, this dude is going to be smoking us like week in and week out. Oh my God, I was freaking out. Then he sucked balls. He dropped everything. Luckily, everything. that guy, he, he was about money. He could not catch yeah. anything. It was insane because the year before, he was making retarded catches. Very next year, he gets paid. Doesn't catch shit. He drops everything that touches his hands. It, 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 it had to be a contract thing, dude. David Boston was a freak. He had his sleeves, huge arms, rolled up to here, just like <laughs> he was the ball. Like, There's no way he wasn't on steroids. Eh? <laughs> he was on steroids. There's no way that his hands couldn't dude. grab the ball unless he didn't give a fuck. There's just no way. Number three, Matt Castle. I never seen so much fool's gold in all my life, and I that knew was it was going to be. Yeah. I don't know if he makes it that number three because I feel like an NFL team should have known, but you know I love that I love that for the one year, and we almost traded for him. (laughs) Denver almost traded Jay Cutler to the Patriots for Matt Castle. (laughs) Oh, probably would have been traded anyway. Josh McDaniels is a spy. He's the best spy of all time. Bull, fucking bull. Number two, uh, Kyle Orton. Fucking psychopath. Javon Walker. Yeah. And I feel bad for putting him on the list. Why? Because he fucking, like, was really fucked up after Darren Williams died in his arms. He really got fucked up. Oh, bullshit. There's a lot of motherfuckers in that goddamn car that that are still playing ball. But at the same time, he had a lot of money. He's like a $44 million contract or some shit like that. He didn't do nothing. He had one good year. He had he, he he couldn't catch shit. That team was on its way, dude. That team was on its way, dude. When Darren got when Darren Darren got killed, that was the end of that team. That was it really was. was. Yeah. Uh, and then I I said number one was Albert Hainsworth. I remember being so excited when he was coming on the market, and I I, I just remember him. Sure I remembered him being the dude that stomped on the dude with no helmet. Like, <laughs> I remember him because of his nasty. Well, look it up. It was just so it's gross. Look it up. It was so insane. And I knew he was like he spiked through that dude's head with his cleats, dude. <laughs> it was hot. It was like a dude. He big old was head huge too. He was so big and so disruptive. They would like show. And then he took his money and retired. <laughs> they showed pictures of him. They showed film of him being triple teamed, and he was still moving people around. He was insanely talented. Got paid. And fell off. Drew that map. Doug? Yes. Pop culture. The pop culture. Push there. Yeah. See, it hurts more. Yeah, go up the nose. Is that your nose? That's where you're supposed to do it. No, I was going for a chin lock. Oh. So you're going for up across the nose. Bring no, the nose. The chin lock, if you get it right there, and then push. I'm not going to do it. For the home audience, uh, Gonzo is chiseled on Ryan. No, it was a chin lock. Choke. I hit. I reached the ropes, though. Break okay. It. You got to break it up. Back. Ah. Ah. I didn't tap. I don't tap. We don't call the cops around here. Doug? Pop culture. If they can fight, you lose the fight. Pop culture, That's Doug. how it works. Um, the name of the pop culture, you're going away. So the pop culture is... Rappers turned actors. Based on based on based on that it would be Common's birthday today. Oh. Oh, that's why we did that. I'm just gonna say that he didn't make my list. 
I will tell oh, you, he, he didn't make my honorable mention list. either. I don't even know what Common songs. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what Common was in for movies. He's in a movie where he was the basketball player, and he got hurt, and he had to rehab, and his... Once just let again, me tell like, you, I'm not done yet. And his his trainer was Queen Latifah, and he like, you know... Million Dollar Baby? No. And he like fell in love with her, but uh-huh. he like had a really hot girlfriend, and he was conflicted because he's like in love with Queen Latifah, who's not like, you know, the picture... Of American Beauty, she's a different. Also she's... a lesbian. It's a fucking movie, dickhead. Okay. <laughs> and we're walking. And she drove a taxi with Jimmy Fallon. We're not and... stabbing. We're not punching. No um, punching. Honorable no mention. Punching. No um, punching. Oh, Brian's going first. Honorable Ooh. mention. You're brave. Most death. Okay. Andre three thousand. Ice T. Ice Cube. Those are your honorable mentions? Yeah. Nice. Number five, LL. Cool J. Yeah. I don't know. This list, to me, I was like, I couldn't really... He likes his lips a lot. One to one to four, I, I, I was okay with. But after five, I was like, eh. Really, you could I could interchange anybody I just mentioned okay. for number five. So, I really thought it was more like a top four. Uh, number four, Tupac. Number four is Tupac? Okay. Number four is Tupac. <laughs> I kind of had to throw him. I talked about this a lot with JD today. We had to we had to knock him for dying. <laughs> he died. We're we gonna, gonna knock a rapper for dying. Or it I was. <laughs> I had to. That's like the wasn't that's choice the pedigree. Or it was. Awesome. I had to. He all had the good, to all get the living rappers down. all the living rappers suck. All but, the good ones are dead. But exactly, and okay. unfortunately, so he knocks him for it. I knocked him right. for it. Yes, he got knocked down a peg okay. or two because he was murdered. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his fault. Nope. Being number four is not his fault. I feel like he could have actually been closer to where my number one was if he was still alive. Sure. If he was alive, still acting, still acting. Stupid movies. Yeah. Number three, Queen Latifah. Because who you calling the bitch? You and I, T Y. You and I, T Y. That's that. You and I, T Y. Oi. I'm gonna sing Latifah all I want, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh yes, I am. So I don't more. know any other Latifah songs. Number two. Marky Mark. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. I mean, he's in everything. You still want to see the shit he's in. It's not like he sucks and you don't want to watch it. It's kind of like he sucks and you kind of want to watch it. He's been in several things I knew were going to suck. But you still Dude, watch I'm it, right? I'm, I'm no, telling you a tree. Well, I did. I didn't go pay ten fifty for it. No, absolutely. There are still movies that out there. That doesn't count. I watch still. stupid movies all the time. <laughs> he goes, never That's, mind. That criteria for me means nothing. It means <laughs> nothing. Number one, without a doubt, I think undisputed, is Will Smith. Nice money growth. Yeah. <laughs> money growth. Uh, I got some shout outs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go first. Two short, Masterpiece, Silk, Eminem, LL, Two Park, and Marky Mark. <laughs> Number five, Puff Daddy. Because he was awesome and get him to the Greek. And I've never liked anything else that Puff Daddy did except produce music. I mean, I made my own head. Music. Oh. But I didn't like him, like, I didn't like seeing him or hearing him at all until that movie. So congratulations, puppy. 
I'll kill you slowly. Number four, Ice-T. Because he plays a cop. He plays a cop. Cop killer, pimp, convicted pimp, plays a cop. Best known in mainstream as a cop. Ice-T. Number three, Big Bois. Because I actually think he's a good actor. And I like the movies that he's Big in. Big who? Big Bois out of Outcast. Uh, also one of my favorite hip-hop groups of all time. As far as groups go, don't know many that are better. Uh, number two, because he's actually good at it as well. I didn't get too funny on this because I want to show some respect here. And I, this was not a shout-out for me. This is for real. It's most deaf. is fucking awesome, dude. And he's also one of the best rappers I've ever seen. He doesn't take a breath. He puts a show on. He doesn't have an entourage. He doesn't have a hype man. He's out there with a fucking DJ spitting his shit. He ain't taking a breath. He ain't fucking breathing no shit. He's hitting every fucking punchline everything. He's awesome. Number one has got to be Will Smith. I'm sorry. I tried to think outside the box on that one. But it still comes to Will Smith because he's played His range so is many different roles. Even before he did Independence Day, he was doing movies that went unnoticed where he might have paid played a, a gay black guy living at a at, you know at Whoopi Goldberg's house actually like that. Like, you know, he, he's done things in differently within movies. Yeah. He's 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 gay in that. He wasn't the gay guy in that movie? No. Six degrees of separation he was. I'm pretty sure he was the gay black guy in that one too. It just was much more understated. In Made in America? Yeah. I think it was just understated. So he was, was totally in love with the girl. Oh, you're right. He was with the. He was. Yeah, he was totally. He was dating Ted Danson's white girl. Right. Yeah. Like he was totally not, not gay. He was dating Whoopi Goldberg's daughter. I can't or remember. Whatever. It's yeah, not like, a good movie, yeah, yeah. so I'm sorry if I was. Oh God, no! Like, oh God, no! He was totally not gay. Leave Muhammad Ali too. He did okay in that. It was the greatest. If that would have been a better movie, it would have. All been right. Uh, I'm gonna really feel like a shithead on this one. If you went asshole, I'm going to love it. Go, Let's go. Go. I, went, I went full Smith asshole. Let's one. do it. I can't okay. wait. You never go full asshole on this one. Yeah, Doug did. I go full asshole intentionally. Um, number five. I see for Leprechaun 4. Oh, you're going specific movies. Mm-hmm. Not just... Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Which I told you guys you didn't have to do. I was just... This is how I'm going to come across. You never across. spoke any further... Uh, right, right. This is just how I'm doing it. You just said rappers that mm-hmm. did movies. We didn't get in-depth on the criteria whatsoever. No criterion. Surprisingly, uh, you guys didn't do... Uh, number four... Snoop Dogg for Training Day and or Half-Baked. Didn't like him. Don't really like him as a rapper. You think He I, was blue. Yes. Yeah, my boy I'm, blue. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have okay. to go and tell you that your list is probably made up of a bunch of guys who played themselves. So it's kind of like... Snoop played himself in a wheelchair. <laughs> totally. <laughs> then he played himself <laughs> in Half-Baked. That's all he did. <laughs> Yeah, now let me get up. Oh, he smoked weed in the movie. That's number three. <laughs> That's what he did in the movie. What was great smoke range. Number three. But like, okay. We got Gonzo in this movie to drink a 40 and smoke a joint. He's going to show you how good of an actor he is. Oscar. Boom. Tear. Tear. It's like he does that every day. Every other day. Mm. Every fifth day. Totes. I'm going like nine days. Every ninth day. Hurry up. This is not going to look good on my third one. Um, Eminem, 8 Mile. Played himself. 
played himself, won an Oscar. No, he didn't. Writing a, yeah, he did. Original For the movie. Song? Original song. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Lost it to mm-hmm. Check, 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 Steely Dan. Nope. No, he lost the Grammy to Steely Dan. But he won he the Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know who else won an Oscar? Mm-hmm. Three Six Mafia. Shut the fuck up. Continue. Is it really? Yeah. They're still partying. Number two. That was eight years Most ago. Party deaf. Most deaf. Great actor, dude. Goddamn right. I'm actually I'm sending a hitchhiker's guide on this one. Yeah. What's the one about little, the video? A story? little pop culture on this. Uh, you played Ford Him Perfect. Jack Black. Yeah. Video store. Ford Perfect. Is that? I know those are words, but I don't think they sound right together. The movie he did with Jack Black. The movie he did with Jack Black, the video store. So oh, really? Make the movie. Be, be, kind, re, be yeah. kind, rewind is what it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah, which is, he's he's a good actor. He's also an excellent MC. And number one has to be. You guys got Will Smith, Tupac for poetic justice. I mean, how's really? Will Smith not even on your list though? Dude, I, I gave a shout out to Tupac because he was in Wild Wild West. Here, here's my deal with Tupac. Poetic justice. That is, that is pathetic. Poetic it's, justice. What? What's your favorite part of poetic justice, Doug? Tell me. That part where he's okay. Shut the fuck up. He hasn't seen poetic justice at all. To go make what? Is, is it your favorite John Singleton movie? That's not Boys in the Hood, dude. Tupac was just fine in flicks. His career was going to expand. I love Tupac. He was going to be the best entertainer of all these guys once he got to it. But Will Smith is where it's at. I mean, that's just how it is, dude. Go ahead and cite. Sight Wild Wild West, he should have done The Matrix. We all know that. But he did Independence Day, dude. He did blockbusters. He did amazing movies. Men in Black. Legend Men in Black Bands. 3. Good movie. No. I liked it. But either way, Three? that's the point. I'm not getting into that conversation with you. I'm just saying that he's made good movies. Tupac made what? Three movies? Four movies? Six. Eight. Six? Eight? Eight, eight movies? movies? He was in eight movies. I would say he starred in four of them. Nothing but trouble doesn't count, or whatever. I'm just saying. When he's a backup dancer for fucking, he was in like eight of them. When he's in the digital digital underground, like that's but the movie's nothing but trouble. It doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. He's a backup dancer that gets thrown down a well, and they they bust a song out, and Dan Aykroyd's like, I can't believe I get to make movies. Oh, I can take my nose off to this. I know, really, like right. Like when she like when uh, was that Demi Moore like finds like the hidden vault of like his facial features. Is it just me or was I the only one waiting for someone to pull down her fucking dress in that one? It's like I'll drink to that. All that was holding it on was her boobs. And that like guy from that, uh, her boobs were holding it on. Pow! Too right. <laughs> I didn't always hold her boobs. I didn't hold her boobs. Just but when I did, her them. boobs held it. Well, when I held her boobs, I knew that I was holding her boobs. <laughs> so. So. Movies. How's March Madness going, guys? Well. Starts next week. <laughs> we gotta put our picks really? in by Wednesday. Yes. We're in the middle of March. How the hell does it happen now? We're not in the middle. Not necessarily like middle of March. the end of March. Then, then 
title. Yeah, games. we literally are in the middle of March. Yeah, and it starts next week. Starts next week in the middle of March and then ends in the first week of April as it does every year. So, shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Acting like he writes the script for the NCAA tournament or something. Doug, who's your favorite? Who you got? Final four, who is it? Wisconsin, Duke. Wisconsin. At least he said Duke. I'm not picking Duke right now. Kentucky <laughs> and... Um... At least he picked Kentucky, too. I like it. I've got nothing for a fourth. Oh. Then you've got nothing. Um, Interesting. Kentucky is undefeated. The last team to go undefeated and win a national title was in 1976, the Indiana Hoosiers. I don't think Kentucky will do it. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering who's going to beat them. That's after tonight what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, I've, I've, even when we were playing good, I was just thinking when they run two seven-footers out there, with the talent level that Kentucky has, <laughs> it's, it's a daunting task. And Okafor's not nearly as good passing the ball out of a double team as he should be. I don't know. And, um, if they lose, it's going to be because they don't hit shots. It won't be because of defense, and the other team's going to have to make shots, obviously. That's the key of basketball. I'll score more points. But um, in, in general, Kentucky's going to have to shoot under 40%. They're going to have to have a bad game, miss shots. Carl Anthony Towns is going to miss shots. Kali Stein's not going to have the big dunks. The twin brothers aren't going to be hitting threes and, and dishing through the lane. It will be that type of movement. That's how it would happen, and there's good teams in the tournament this year. Uh, there are, I mean, even even now, people are hesitating to call any anyone a great team because the Kentucky Wildcats aren't putting up 98 points and blowing out someone by 48 points. They'll win by 15, but it's 69 to, to, to 54. It's it's low scoring defensive battles. So if those shots don't go down for them, they'll lose just like anybody will. The biggest problem with Duke is Jalil Okafor. As good as he is, he can't make free throws. He cannot make free throws. Tonight he was two for two for seven, two for eight, and that's pretty standard from what I've seen. I don't know how the fuck he's shooting fifty two percent because I've never seen him make half his free throws in a game. I've never seen I, him make I, it. I, I don't recall those. hearing a stat where he was like seven for eight. No, or well, like nine fuck for that. ten or something. I've never heard him go fucking five for ten. <laughs> seven for eight? I've never heard him go two for four. <laughs> I'm talking fifty percent, dude. I've never heard him come anywhere close to that. That is huge in the tournament, dude. We it's huge. It's a glaring hole. This team is really good, but this is a young team. This is the kind of team that would be better in, in a year. That stayed together. Old school college basketball 20 years ago. This team comes back and wins a national title next year. Assuming Kentucky doesn't come back next year. All these other teams don't come back next year. Everybody would get better. Duke would too. Duke has some amazing talent coming in. But I guarantee Kentucky does. I don't follow Kentucky's recruiting as I do Duke's. But if Duke's getting stacked, I assume that Kentucky is. Because they always are. Because they always are. Kentucky, North Carolina, Kansas... They're the teams there's, there's, that always reload. This is what's going on. It, it's it's the same team right now. just reload. That's, that's all they do is they reload. UConn's coming back. It's not going to be that kind of style. I, I think that they're going to, uh, NCAA, they are going to change the 
could roll to a two-year option at least, at least. And I'm, I'm on the page where I don't think it's violating anybody's rights of any kind. I think it's there. It's college sports. We can tell you you don't get to go play yet. Sorry. You have to play college sports and do this. Two seasons. I think some of these guys you would see benefit more. They rare, were, rare. All of them let would benefit you, more. There's, there's, there's rare, very few rare players is the player. Very few players on. wouldn't benefit from this. It's, very few players wouldn't benefit. It's rare that a player gets hurt and does not go on to have an, an NBA career because of the injury he received in college basketball. Because he didn't go college out football, early. College totally, football, I totally understand it. Somebody takes your knee, you're done. That's it. I get it. But college basketball, I, I think you could learn a thing or two by having another year under Cal Perry, another year under Mike Krzyzewski. I mean, you're just... Jim Beheim, all these great coaches. All of the course. great coaches. You could, I mean... It, it makes more sense to me. The game has gotten tarnished, the way that these, uh, these teams are going. Everything is, is different. There's, you could there's learn good teams fucking sitting and listening to Tom Izzo for another year, dude. I mean, but, but you could also just keep the fan interest a little bit more to get to see a team. I, I keep stressing that word. I like to see a college basketball team come back and be that. That's what I grew up seeing. Even even up until around the two thousands, that that Duke team that won in two thousand one, two thousand two, that team was together for like three years. They were on the cusp. They were doing. They were working. They were Dunleavy, uh, fucking Battier, uh, shit, Sheldon Williams, Jason Jason Williams. Um, just that was a. There were lots of other guys involved in that, but that that was a core that was there for a while. They 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 worked towards that. That's that's what I want to see in college basketball. That's what college basketball is. That's being taken away. By the one and done to appease the NBA? No, let's let's keep the product here and the kids here. These are kids. I mean, they're adults. They're they're liable to get punched in their face like any other adult. But these are kids. They're 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 learning their craft. They're figuring it out. One year and going. It's it's too much. It's a hit or miss. If they miss, they I, miss so badly. They miss so they, badly when they miss. It's here's the thing: like the NBA thinks it's doing itself favors by trying to in, like inject talent into their league by just you know like there's some kind of desperate need for it. Now they're getting to the point where there is because you keep bringing kids out who aren't ready to play the game. They don't want to learn the game anymore because they're getting paid fifteen million dollars a year. And they don't give a shit because they already got paid. They're they hit the lottery as far as they concerned. So they well, don't well, give a fuck. And they haven't learned a lot of like actual well, basketball. There's some guys who are definitely innate <laughs> talents who can show up and just do things. But I, I feel like there's a lot of kids who, a lot of guys who could use another year. Of that's 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 what that's what you're seeing now. If you if you're actually watching NBA basketball at this time, you're seeing better ball handlers. You're seeing better jump shot shooters. You're seeing amazing dunks and athletes all over the place like never before. But the game is turning into that, and I think that the the European influx, the uh, the Southern American, even the just this the uh, other. Races of players coming to America to play basketball who play basketball, fundamental basketball. The team that won the NBA title last year was 80% not American. Period. San Antonio Spurs. 
you do to see that level of how basketball works, why it works, why it is that kind of game where running the same play, the same variation of a play, the same motion, liberty, blah, will work if you just keep making it happen type of deal. It's 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 moving forward. The, the game is changing, and that's why I think they are going to put that, that rule in. They have to put that rule in to develop these players more because it's, it's slowing down. I mean, when you put the best American players out there, bam, they're going to do it. But I'm going to ask you a question right now. With what we have, no matter what you think of LeBron James, no matter what I think of LeBron James, is there another LeBron James coming out anytime soon? Definitely not this year, and nobody that anybody has been talking about on the ESPN. And they're pretty mm, quick nowadays not to start like that. nailing down kids. I mean, they're they, they talking, nail down. They nail down guys. Not the LeBron James kid who's only ten. So they they nail I mean, down we guys. Hear about it. They nail down guys who are going to be good and be in the league. But who's the next face? That's that's the NBA's got up. It's going to move forward. Kevin Durant and whatnot. We we might see that kid in the next five years. In, <laughs> Probably will, but they don't have it right now. And LeBron's hit his shelf. LeBron's playing with good players. He just like Kyrie Irving just put up fifty-seven points last night and won the game. While LeBron put up like nineteen, like, you know. He's he's. I think the NBA is too finding out. He's hit his level of being the best player. That's why the talk about Steph and Curry and KD not being in the game and oh yeah, whether Westbrook is is the best player in the game right now, James Harden, several other players. They're looking for the guy right now. It's it's it's, it's not LeBron's league anymore. If they win a the title, if Cleveland wins, it's not going to be solely because of LeBron James. It's going to be because of a lot of things that happen within, within that team. The NBA is changing back to, to that. So that's why the, the collegiate game has to make that, that step forward and kind of kick them and be like, here, you don't get them till they graduate. Or not done until they get until they're done with their sophomore year, till they are done with their sophomore year. I'm not talking like, well, he was redshirted and and he played two seasons here and no, he hasn't finished his sophomore credits. Not happening. Stays. That's well, what the NBA needs to do. That's what the NCAA needs to do, and the NBA needs to adopt it and just be happy with the fact that they have a guard-heavy league. They have a superstar league. They have a lot of good players. Guard heavy like a motherfucker. They are good. Just run with it. Play. Let these kids develop better. Bring them in. Okafor, I'll tell you right now, could use another year at least. At least another year. Amazing how Eric Spolstra doesn't look like quite the whiz without LeBron James on his team anymore. Uh, Chris Bosh has kids. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't talk can't shit about, about Chris, Chris Bosh anymore. I can't. I feel bad for the kid. I hope the, I hope the blood clots and the lungs work out for you, man. I said kid, but that's disrespectful. You're 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 a good player. You were you're a good man. That's uh, that's tough. How much time we got there, bud? Ooh, do you want a fastball? You don't get oh, one. I think we should give Doug a fastball. Doug gets no fastball, but in his state right now, would be hilarious. Okay, cool. I want to start then. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Give me your phone. You don't get a look at the time. Give me your phone, Doug. Give it. Okay, so. Within the next year, we're going to have another installment. I use that loosely within the Batman franchise, and I just say Batman, period. We're going to have another installment of Batman. Mm-hmm. As upset as you were about Ben Affleck being called out to be Which the Batman. I wasn't. Right. Initially, you were. 
No, it wasn't. Yes, you were. We talked about it. No, oh it my god, this is already combative. <laughs> He's like, no, it wasn't. Um, yes, you were. The way you're saying it, obviously. Okay, I know other you people were. were. Other people were upset about Ben Affleck being Batman. Compare that to other people being upset about Michael Keaton being Batman and being completely wrong. Ready, set, go. Well, like I said, uh, in terms of uh, Ben Affleck being Batman, I am the last person in line to make judgments. I was the first guy in line to say that... uh, I was the first guy in line to say that... uh, Heath Ledger was a bad joker and then I heard the laugh and then he won a posthumous fucking Oscar for it um so no I'm I'm not I I have no ill will towards uh Batfleck he had to impress whoever he had to impress as well as I'm gonna actually ex- extend this to um what's his name playing Joker uh Jared Leto in uh The Suicide Squad He's had to impress somebody to get that gig. The end. You didn't answer the question. You still have a minute. Go ahead. You didn't answer the question. Comparatively to people being upset about Christian Bale, <laughs> Christian Bale, about Ben Affleck being Batman. How does it compare to people being upset about Michael Keaton back in the day being upset about Batman? And what it, do you it, think will happen? It, it doesn't. It doesn't because there was no internet then. Everyone freaked out about. Didn't invent it yet. Everyone freaked out about like Mr. Mom being fucking Batman, and then he was like, "I'm Batman." Like, who are you? I'm Batman, and then he fucking proved it. And I think that Ben Affleck will prove it. Do you think it's fair that he gets to play as many comic book characters as he wants? I don't. He's played. He's played two. He's played two. He gets defensive like it's angry in question. <laughs> he's played, of, he's played two, and then showed. Ryan Reynolds gets to play two. I mean, who gives a fuck? I... Shut up. <laughs> and I will say that uh, Chris Evans gets to play two and wins. Chris Evans gets to play Human Torch and Captain America and. Gets to be the iconic Captain America character. Weenus. He weenus. Okay, sorry. I, I just wanted to, to know if you had the thought on it. And he wanted to get to know ya. Know ya. Oh, we, yo, we, yo. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, you turtly. 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 You're like a turtle. You're like Donatello. My Donatello. Turtly. Is that this fucking Hawaiian shit going down his fucking piece of paper? Donatello. What is Hawaiian about that? It's a little tribal. (laughs) It's a little... Racist. You are a racist white person. It's a little... I hate white people. Way to go, Mein Kampf. Have a good night. Funny shit white people say. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. 
your home for almost bacon and banjo!